You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith, and today's guest is a purple belt who trains at Puente Jiu-Jitsu, located in Allegan, Michigan. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Puente. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. I'm happy to be here. Oh, man. The pleasure is all mine. How are you doing today, sir? Pretty good, man. Uh, exhausted from hanging wall mats yesterday and then re-putting my mats down on the, on the ground and then... Now I'm readjusting my wall mats because we don't like how they came out. Got to got to be perfect. Yeah, gotta like be perfect. But, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said the OCD in me, it gets the better of me. Oh, of course. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, I I you know, want to give thanks uh, thank you again for coming on and uh telling your tale today. I uh greatly appreciate that, man. Yeah, thank you again, man. It's a big uh it's, a, it's an honor and a, a big opportunity for me. So again, thank you so much for letting me come on. Not a problem, man. So uh, without further ado, let's, uh, you know, if you want to formally introduce yourself again and uh, let's hear about your jujitsu journey. All right. Yeah. My name is Johnny Puente. I'm a purple belt. Um, I've run my own spot called Puente Jiu-Jitsu here in Allegan, Michigan, a little farm town that I grew up in. Um, I got my purple belt from Alex Seaver and then he's with Carlson Gracie team. Uh, I'm My gym's still unaffiliated at the moment, but but Alex is, you know, hell of a, hell of a black belt. Um, same with Carlson and all that. Uh, but it's always been a dream of mine to bring jujitsu to my hometown. And that happened last, last year. And it's been crazy, especially the last month. I'll say the last month it's just blown up. Mm -hmm. Uh, like since we've moved to our new location, uh, my kids classes, well, I went from only like seven kids, uh, 21, a new kid comes every class. Uh, my adults are steadily growing. People are kind of getting there, you know, figuring it out and seeing, um, but yeah, yeah, no, I started my journey though what 2007 and it wasn't even really jujitsu at first it was more mma and nogi uh but even that kind of happened by mistake mm -hmm. uh, i went to i went down to dan severance down in cold water because it's like the only place that i could look up that was somewhat close to go train that was reputable and i stumbled i went in there got the times wrong i showed i wanted to be a pro wrestler but showed up for mma class tried it out loved it um did some fights did some mma fights uh don't like getting hit in the face. I got my jaw broken one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Another guy beat the brakes off me. It was bad. Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, and then I just kind of trained for a while, and I had a kid in between that time. This is like, yeah, 2007 to 2009. Uh, I moved out west, um, where I met my daughter's mother, and we had a kid, and I just really focused on her. But any chance I got, though, because you know, family priorities, all that, I could have trained like I wanted to. Uh, and then where I lived at in Colorado, there wasn't anywhere to really train. Mm -hmm. Um, I found a group of guys randomly to kind of get some roles in and none of us really knew what we were doing yet. So, so yeah, um, you know, but my priorities were on my daughter, but any free chance that I got, I'd go train. Um, and then it was 2011 is when I finally put the gi on and attended my first gi class and thought I knew how to, you know, grapple because I wrestled my whole life mm -hmm. and was I was so wrong. <laughs> so, so wrong. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I can wrestle. You know, I'm, I'm a strong guy. I got, you know, I can, I can lift a lot. My first role was with this tiny guy who was maybe 125 pounds. I'm about, I'm about at this time, I was 170 or so. Mm -hmm. I'm right on about 160. Uh, but 
you know, I was like, oh, you know, I'll just be able to smash this guy. Um, I think he was a blue belt, and he just destroyed me. Oh, he got on top of me. I was like, how can I not? I, what? I was like, why is this not working? Why can't I lift him off of me? What is he doing? I was like, somebody's got to be sitting on him. Somebody's messing with me. Uh, <laughs> so someone's cheating. <laughs> yeah, like, man. I've never been in this position. And then um, my next round was with a female, smaller than him. Same outcome. Just dominated me. And I was like, I got to know how this goes. I was like, I, I got to figure this out. How, why is this possible? How can these people? No, no. I was like, this is right, right. right. I was like, my whole life, I was always told, you know, bigger guys beat up the little guys, you know, all of that. And jujitsu has defied everything I feel that we've been taught in our lives on as far as, you know, altercations go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started at GRBJJ under Professor Clint Crabtree. Um, that's where jujitsu in West Michigan started. He, he always referred to himself as a source and every gym that's opened up in the area since him um we have all at one point in time trained under him okay and then you know things kind of went south for him he had his own demons he had to wrestle with his gym shut down uh and we ended up opening up carlson gracie grand rapids in like 2019 yeah 2019 i think it was um and we were all kind of worried at first because none of us really knew you know you developed that that bond that family you know with your with people you roll with and for me it's always jujitsu is an instant like family thing because i always loved wrestling around i always you know been kind of a active guy and hyper on top of that um mm-hmm. but yeah well, like i'd go to other gyms i tried other gyms after the grbjj thing kind of went south and I, it just wasn't the same vibe and like i've known these instructors forever but i was just like no i just don't get the same feel um as them one of my longtime teammates and then my Instructor Alex ended up opening up Carlson Grand Rapids, and I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." And man, that gym was awesome. I helped build it. I put a lot of my time into it. I uh, for a while I was teaching the kids, and I love teaching the kids. Uh, that was a that was so much fun. I I love competing, but I love teaching more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with those guys, man, things with my jujitsu just kind of like went way high. Like I just progressed so much um i made my pro grappling debut at grappling games got beat up for seven minutes by an 18 year old (laughs) (laughs) i walked i walked off the stage and my coach goes when my coach is uh mike he goes now you lasted a lot longer than we thought you would i was like you guys told me you thought i'd win like like, like two minutes dude that guy's a beast i was like yeah uh yeah, yeah, it was down in Chicago for grappling games. Man, that it was a, it was cool though, because that was, uh, it was, um, I didn't even care, you know, that I lost, that it was basically one sided. I didn't get submitted. I was happy with that. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, beat me by points all you want, beat me by decision. I don't care. You, you can't submit me. I'm happy with that. Right. Uh, but being able to walk out on that stage, you know, have the entrance music going, the lights flashing, smoke machine, I was like, this is neat. Uh, and again, like that was something I always wanted to do with jujitsu. Was I. Like, one I always wanted to instruct. The other one was I wanted to get on like one of the big shows and be on that stage. And I did, uh, you know, and then another one was opening up or, you know, being able to either open up or teach somewhere in my hometown. And that happened last year. So, so yeah, but leading up to that part, um, I was living in Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids is about a 40 minute drive from my hometown. Uh, 
and at the time before I went to teaching full time, I was I had my own painting business, mm-hmm. and uh, like life was going great, man. Life was going amazing. I had my business was thriving. Uh, I was able to do jujitsu, teach kids, train all that. Um, I had you know I I got divorced right after my uh, my pro debut in 2019, and as bad as it sounds, I was super happy about it. It was a bad relationship, um, mm. but. It was one of those things like me and my ex-wife actually talked about it and she apologized for how things went uh, and how she treated me. And I was like, you know, hey, it happens. You know, you were going through, you you were really in a bad, depressive state of mind. And I tried to help you and you could, nobody could but yourself. Uh, you know, she had a family tragedy that just, it, it rocked everybody to the core. And I tried to be, and I was there, I did my best, but you know, some things you got to tackle on your own. Right. And it was cool that she apologized to me. So like that made it, that, that meant a lot to me. Um, but yeah, so after that happened, I moved in with two guys that I trained with. So, you know, there's three blue belts living together and we have a 12 by 12 mat down in the basement. Anytime we had arguments, let's go to the basement, take care of it. Man, that's the best way to do it, right? Right, right. Yeah. Or basement tournaments. I was the reigning champion, (laughs) (laughs) but, but it was cool. So, you know, I, I, I had my roommates, you know, we lived in this pretty decent house in a super nice neighborhood, nicest neighborhood I ever lived in. Um, I've always kind of, you know, Allegan was a farm town, but when I moved to GR, I always lived in the hood there. So, um, and, and like I said, my paint business was going good. Uh, but man, it was literally in the matter of like a couple months. Um, I'm a big animal person and I had my dog living with me. My dog I had for 11 years and she got really sick. I kicked myself into overdrive on work, worked myself to the bones. just like, I just, I tired myself out, wore myself out. I was done. It's burnt out. Uh, and my dog passed away. Mm. The same time my dog passed away, like the day that my dog, I had to put my dog down. Uh, the girl I was dating broke up with me. Um, and then I had another guy working with me who he had, he, you know, he was forced to quit. And I was like, man, I was like, all of this in four days. Wow, man. <laughs> That's so, rough. <laughs> on top of that man i was working so much that i started to not like jujitsu anymore mm-hmm. like i didn't like teaching anymore i wasn't going to my own training and i was like this this ain't good i was like this is the one thing that i love more than anything other than my daughter you know i was like this this isn't good i was like i gotta do something i gotta figure i gotta get out of here i was like i need a vacation and because right. i've never never taken a vacation before mm-hmm. um, so yeah i finished out my last paint job i packed up everything and i hit the road and along the way i hit every state that i went to i stopped and i did i stopped at a gym that i could find um started in indiana i went down to stockman jiu-jitsu i went to a ufc gym in nashville uh i didn't hit any actually no i didn't hit anything in like kentucky or uh georgia and then florida is where i went down and i stayed down there and that's when i met uh, Hanato Tavares and Fabricio Acuto Madero's, um, you know, Hanato's, I think, sixth degree black belt. Fabricio's like a fourth or fifth. Two insanely talented men. Um, and they're older guys, too, you know, and they're still competing heavily, you know, and they welcomed me with open arms. And the day I met Hanato, man, he, uh, we did the morning class and he sat there afterwards. I think we were there for like two, three hours after class and just rolled talked about life. I told them what was going on with me. You know, they basically just gave me their advice on things. And it that right there, that little powwow session just relit my love for it. And I was like, 
all right, this is why I got into this, you know, to, to, you know, help people become better. Cause I felt amazing after that. Yeah. Came back up here and things were going all right. And then again, boom, things started going bad. My business really went down the drain. Uh, made some bad, you know, bad business choices, all that. Um, gotten into another relationship with a very toxic person and moved from Grand Rapids to uh, about an hour south of there to a town called Kalamazoo, where I was there for seven months before uh, me and my ex, you know, I, she broke up with me, booted me out. And then I uh, I moved back to Allegan, but I didn't have anywhere to stay. So I took what savings I had and I moved into the hotel here and $135 a night, not cheap. <laughs> no. <laughs> and a tiny and man this place is so outdated and so so bad oh uh, wow man you know but i was happy to be you know in my back in my hometown you know i had my friends uh some of my family and i was like okay i can start to rebuild from here i went back working for uh an old job for a buddy of mine and i hated it i hated it i hated it i i don't do well in factory settings um and that's what it was like construction even was kind of rough Mm-hmm. But literally, like ever since I walked into Dan Severn's back in 2007, like I, I wanted to be involved in the gym. I wanted to teach full time. I wanted to do something like that. I was like, this is what God put me here for. Yeah, you know, I was like this. I was like, this is one of those things. Like it, it makes sense to me. I can watch videos, watch a video, watch it twice. I can, I can, uh, repeat what I just watched. Um, and you know, and it, then living there um, I didn't have a car so I wasn't able to go train I was like man like I was at the lowest of my lowest points uh, my daughter by this time is 12 years old and she hated seeing me that like at that point in my life too so she like, she didn't like to see me that that sad and that upset so she honestly didn't even like really want to see me or hang out with me and that hurt too like that just made me feel even worse man I know um, dude <laughs> you know and, and my daughter's my world um and so I was just, you know, kind of just down and out. And one day I, I took my dog. Um, I, I ended up getting another dog. His name is Buddy. I got him about two months after uh, my other one passed away. Uh, and he's, he's been good. Yeah, that dog has been my, my right hand man. He's helped me through a lot. He helped me get over my dog. Uh, it keeps me on my toes. <laughs> but, but so I take him to a park. I take him to the park. And this is like April of last year. I take him to the park and there's another guy down there and his dog's playing, my dog's playing together. And we just kind of start talking. And uh, I went to like scratch my head and my, my winter hat, my beanie came up and he noticed my ear, my, my cauliflower ear. Oh, sorry. That side. One of these sides. That side. There we go. Uh, <laughs> both ears actually. But, but yeah, he has my cauliflower ear and he goes, he's like, did you wrestle? I was like, yeah, I did. I was like, oh, it's like, I didn't get that from wrestling though, man. He goes, what do you what do you do? I was like, uh, I train jujitsu. I'm a blue belt. You know, gave him the whole rundown on everything. You know, the whole resume. Uh, and he goes, Hey, I'm opening up a gym here, and I want to offer martial arts. And jujitsu is one that I want to offer. Uh, would you be okay with instructing? I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yes, I yes I will. I was like, I'm only confident, comfortable doing it in nogi right now. I was like, I'm just a blue belt dude. I was like, I mean, I've been a blue belt for like five years at this point. I was like, but as like. uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and I did it. And uh, like my mind was set on it. And I had a lot of people telling me, 
including family members, you know, like don't, don't bank on this. You know, this probably isn't going to hold well. It's a small town. People don't know what it is. They're not going to like it. Probably, you know, the town don't like change. And I was like, yeah, but I was like, but what if they do? What if they do? I was like, what if they do? I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, everybody, it's a small town. Everybody knows who I am. They know my family. I was like, they've been hearing me talk about MMA for the last 15 years at that time. You know, at that point, I was like, they're like, they're all, I was like, I guarantee if they don't like it, I was like, everybody will at least come and try it once just to see. And uh, I was really getting into it. And my boss at the time, man, he was just downing me on it. And one day I just, after an argument between him and I, I was like, you know, no, I'm done. I didn't, I didn't show back up to work. Uh, the guy I ran into, um, Small Worlds, come to find out that his name is Bobby Wagers. Uh, Bobby Wagers and Ryan uh, Munez are angels in disguise. Those guys literally saved my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he, he was telling me about the gym. And when he told me about it, I was like, man, I was like, my mom was telling me about this. And I asked him, I was like, what do you work at? He goes, oh, I work at you know the Allen County Sheriff's Department. I was like, you work with my mom. And he goes, what's your mom's name? And I tell him my mom. And he goes, oh, man. He goes, nothing but respect for your mom. He goes, everybody, inmates, CEOs, everybody there has nothing but mad respect for your mom. Your mom's a great woman. I was like, yeah, that's what I hear. It's like, thanks, man. Something <laughs> <laughs> um, dope. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he goes, she is a scary, scary lady. I was like, yeah, that fiery red hair, man. That's like an all five foot five of her. I was like, <laughs> I was like but 30 years working in the correctional facility. I was like, she's, she's probably males. Uh, and she didn't have an easy upbringing either. So. So yeah, uh, and my, I remember my mom telling me about it too. And I was like, she's like, do you think a gym like that would do well here? I was like, yeah, I think it would do really well here. I was like, we only have one gym here. Other than, yeah, at the time we have one gym here. The equipment was outdated. They, it was just not a good place. But mm-hmm. it was the only spot that we had that was close. Otherwise you have to drive, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes anywhere else. So we, uh, you know, he, I was telling him, you know, he was like, he shows me the space and it's this tiny little space in a former dance studio mirror on the wall. They got the little like ballet bar on the wall too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, man, let's, uh, I was like, this, I was like, this will, this will work. I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know how well it's going to go over. I was like, so we don't have to get anywhere too big, you know, and just bite off more than we can chew. And he goes, all right. He goes, well, let's see if I about finding some mats. And I was like, I'm sure I can figure something out with Fuji. And he goes, okay. Yeah. He's like, get me the invoice and let's do it. And I was like, all right. I didn't really believe it though. I didn't, I wasn't holding my breath on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I shot him the invoice for just like the basic rollout mats. He's like, all right, cool. Didn't expect to hear from him. That was on a Friday. That Wednesday, he calls me, he goes, Hey, come up to the gym real quick. I got to talk to you about something. And I walked in and there's the first section of mats rolled out. And dude, I, I took my shoes off, you know, about once I walked onto the mat. And then I just put my head, my forehead down to it. And I'm pretty sure I probably cried and just oh, laid yeah. there. Had to. And I was like, I was like, I was like, this is, this is going to happen. This is happening. I was like, oh my God, like, this is really happening. Uh, and then I was like, man, I was like, we got to get this going though. I was like, I quit my job. I need to get some money going. <laughs> and he, I was like, I, I was like, he's like, okay. Uh, you know, we came up with a price and it's insanely cheap what we charge. Even now that we moved to a new location and we've raised our prices, they're still cheap. Uh, but small, small farm town, you know, we, we got to think about our demographic here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I, I put on Facebook, everything he does, the same thing, for, puts on Facebook advertising. 
June, I think it was June 1st was the day that we did our first class. And uh, it was either June 1st or June 6th, something like that. But I'm excited. I'm ex super excited. Can't sit still. I go to the gym. I'm there all day long. I'm trying to think on what I'm going to teach, how I'm going to teach, what I'm going to do. And I've never taught beginner beginners. Like nobody had experience at all. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, leading up to that first class, man, that last half hour, I was so nervous. Cause I didn't show up. Nobody's going to show up. Maybe I was like, I don't know. I don't I was like, we'll see. But this is like, my head was just like, ah, right. Eight people showed up to my first class. Uh, way more than I expected. Mm -hmm. And all eight of them signed up. Nice. Uh, I didn't know really what to do with them. You know, really don't know what to do. None of them had experience. So I showed them like, basic break balls, things like that. Asked them if they even watched any type of grappling, and which most of them had. I was like, all right. Well, I was like, I'll shark tank myself. I was like, all of you, one minute with me, and we'll, we'll just kind of go from there. Okay. So we do it. Man, I was out of shape, too, because I hadn't been training. <laughs> <laughs> so I got done with all eight people. I'm sitting there trying to talk to them, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> but but it was cool it was so cool to see that many people show up some i knew um my one of my longest uh friends i've known him since uh we were five and he always told me and i figured it was just drunk talk at a bar if you ever open up somewhere here in elegant man I'm, I'm, I'm gonna join i swear to god i'm gonna come join you he was the first person to sign up uh you know and paid and everything i was like hey did it um he still drops in here and there and my first class, it was kind of funny because I told all of them. I was like, you know, I'll be brutally honest with all of you guys. I was like, in about six months, I was like, a small fraction of you will be here. Mm. And they're like, no, 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 we're here, we're here. I was like, nope. I was like, it's nothing against any of you guys. I was like, I don't doubt any of you guys' work ethic or how bad you want to train. I was like, that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. I was like, that's how it is. I was like, what is it? I was like, I think it's like, what, one to two percent of people ever make the black belt? Uh, and jujitsu has uh, jujitsu has a what ninety five percent turnover rate. Yeah. So I was just like, that's just how it is. I was like, yeah, some of you might come back and drop in once in a while. I was like, but I was like, only a couple of you are going to train pretty consistently. Uh, out of that first class, actually, the last one just stopped coming, but that's because she's going to study abroad. Uh that's understandable, but uh. At the end of that month, though, I had this 59-year-old, or he's 58 at the time, gentleman, sign up. And he wrestled. He's like, my last wrestling match was in 1988. And I was like, oh, man, this one, I was, I was two years old. Do <laughs> <laughs> like, you think I could, you know, do this? I was like, jiu-jitsu is for everyone, man. I was like, everybody can do it. Mm -hmm. and he is still going strong, man. He comes in here. He rolls with a lot of all younger guys. Uh, he's the oldest guy by well i got another guy that's 58 and one that's 45 so those guys right there the next ones are like 10 years difference you know mm -hmm. I'm six, and then it gets just younger from there uh but but yeah man that guy is he is a beast and he actually threw me about a month ago and it was horrible <laughs> he hits we hit the mat and he goes thank you i was like well, what i didn't give that to you <laughs> next thing i know whoop, there i go uh but man it, it's it's been amazing though man um having my daughter by my side my daughter trains too and competes uh my logo that i have it's a little angry looking hulk guy with no neck um and that that was literally inspired by her and all her little friends from school because 
like, like, Randy, you know, why doesn't your dad have a neck? Where's your dad's neck at? Like, that's if you don't have a neck, you can't get choked. <laughs> and they all know what I do. Um, and then they're like, and then they've seen me work out and things like that. So they all started calling me Mini Hulk. Mm-hmm. And I, I laughed so hard about it. And I used to, I was getting kind of mad about it. But then when I was looking up, you know, trying to come up with ideas and I bounced it off for her. She goes, I like this one, Dad. I like that idea. I like that. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Run with it. Um, but yeah, my daughter trains too. And she's 13. And man, she's right. She trains with the adult class actually more than the kids. Mm. Um, she holds her own. She's, she's a tough little cookie. Um, but, but yeah, man. So that's, that's what kind of got me into it where I'm at right now. And it's, like I said, it's been a crazy, crazy ride. Um, blessed beyond all belief. Uh, yeah, man. still in disbelief. Like every day I'm like, man, this is a dream. I'm about to wake up. It, it it sounds like a crazy ride, man. Just from you know, uh, I can only imagine opening the school. So like, I guess you want to say early in your your uh, jujitsu journey as a purple belt. Yeah, like I mean, and like I said, I've been training forever. So like my instructor, um, the guy got Alex, the guy that gave me my purple belt. I remember when he was a white belt. Like like, like that's how long I've been around. But in the years from 2011 to 2016. Uh, it was a lot of up and down financial, um, trying to provide for my family, but you know, it was, it, it was hard to do it, you know, without any real solid income and cost of living going up, mm-hmm. you know, and not really knowing how to be parents. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, like growing up, my mom was there, you know, my, I had my mom in my life. I didn't have my dad, but my mom was there, but she was a single mother raising two boys. So she was always working. So from the ages of 10 on, I raised myself basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, trying to do like the normal adult things is it was, it was a struggle. Then trying to be a parent and do all of that was even more of a struggle. Right. And holding a job was hard too for me because I didn't get fired. It was just, I would quit. I would always get bored and I just quit. Mm-hmm. Um, 2019, I was, I was uh, diagnosed with ADHD and I was like, man, that explains so much. So much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known that years ago. I was like, different right now i was like whatever as like, you know i was like had life not gone the way it's went and i embrace every obstacle thrown my way uh had life none of those events happened i wouldn't be where i'm at right now right you know? and you know i was like you know maybe i might have you know a little bit more of like i guess you could say a richer life uh but i don't even care about that like like jujitsu has been the most humbling and the greatest thing i've ever done and now that i'm teaching and sharing this with everybody else and seeing the weight loss, seeing the confidence build, um, the students that have, you know, coming from traumatic experiences, working through that. Uh, I just had one student sign up and she's like, you know, I don't, I don't like people in my personal space unless I can control it. I was like, well, you ain't going to be in control of anything here for a while. I was like, but uh, I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll do drills and stuff with you solely just, you know, you and me, because the higher belt, the higher rank, it's always a good person to roll with drill with you learn a lot they're in control you're not going to get hurt because all i have are white belts right now that's it mm-hmm. so with her she's uh she don't like personal space and i mean this last week she went this is her second week she started doing guard passes and i showed her how to do a bow and arrow choke and i was like that that's huge progress for you like she wouldn't even break fall and she did a break fall wednesday night and i was like look at that i was like looks like it scared the crap out of you i was like but She's like, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that as much. I was like, nobody does. 
Nobody does. No one like Brick Falls. But yeah, you know, to see that stride. And then my kids program, I think, has probably been, it makes me the happiest, really, because a lot of the kids I get are kids that are hyperactive that other sports won't, you know, they don't, the coaches won't work with them. Yeah. Because, you know, they bounce off the walls and, you know, they, they're just, they're being kids. Uh, where, you know, so they, all these kids come to me and they love it. They love yeah. it so much. They love it so much that a couple of weeks ago, they cried when I told them that there wasn't any Friday night jujitsu for kids. Um, it prompted me. Now I have, I went from just two nights to three nights a week, which I know I'm going to have to end up adding more classes, but the kids love it. Like they love coming to it. They look forward to it. You know, we, we work hard. I make them, you know, they're, they're all again, same as my adults. They're all new. None of them have experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting them to get the mo- the mobility drills down. We play the games together, uh, you know, jujitsu type games. And yeah, they have a, they have so much fun doing it. The messages I get from the parents talking about the difference they see in their kids, the confidence building up, they're just happier. Um, you know, they're coming out of their shells more. I was like, that, that right there, it, it's worth every every bit of everything that I've ever went through that I had to deal with to get to this point. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Man, because, yeah, because, you know, my daughter trains and uh, she's, she's seven. So... I'm in that same boat with you, man. Just, you know, watching her grow and watching her, you know, do something I wish I could have done as a kid. Yep. And, you know, because I've I have yet to see a kid that does jujitsu that don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have yet to see that. Like, you know, you know, karate and everything else. They like, oh, you know, they'll they'll do it, but they, you know, they don't want to do it. But jujitsu is like if they try it, they just fall in love with it like so so strongly. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my kids, he uh, for Valentine's Day, his his Valentine's Day box was uh, a gi with his belt and the stripes put on it and all that. And I was like, "That's all amazing." I was like, "I love it." His mom sent me a message. She goes, "I caught my son trying to sneak his gi to jujitsu with and wearing his shirt underneath his shirt." I was like, "Why'd you stop him?" <laughs> Wait, what, like, why'd you stop him? Right. She's uh, another one. My son wants to bring you in for show and tell. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I like, that's cool though. Like, I, you know, like that—that's me. I, I, it, it's one of those things. Like as a kid, I always kind of dreamed of being, you know, somebody to look up to. I guess a role model. Uh, and on top of that, being a ninja. Uh, of course, so, every every kid wanted to be a ninja, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I still do, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but you know, it, it's cool though. It's like, like you know, to see these kids falling so so in love with this and. They go to school. They tell all their friends. Their friends come and try it. They love it. And the parents are like, we didn't know nothing like this was around here. You know, we Googled it. And, you know, we got to drive 40 minutes to the nearest jiu-jitsu place. Other than that, it's the traditional martial arts. And those are kind of hit or miss. And there's waiting list. And I was like, waiting list? I was like, what? I was like, what? Right. I was like, waiting list? I was like, no. I was like, I was like, if I have 100 kids that want to come to my class, I was like, bring it. I was like, let's do it. I was like, I might have to get bigger space. But I was like, let's do this. So we're going like, to make it work. Yeah, I was like, there ain't no waiting list here. I was like, there anything like that? No. And the new location that our, the gym's at, um, the, the gym that I'm in, that I teach out of, is called Be Willing to Health and Performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it took me for a minute to really understand that concept until I started saying, you guys, like, you know, you just guys got to be willing to try something. I was like, oh, there he goes. Got me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the first time I said that, the owner, Bobby, goes, see, see? I was like, yep, I see. Clever. Got it. But, the new location, man, we're out 
in the open so everybody sees us that's lifting weights whatever uh so instant exposure um some people want to try it some people are like i don't know about that uh the parents will see it then you know i'll get messages hey do you have do you do kids class yep then once they see the kids class they bring their kids and they're like oh man uh it was cool a couple weeks ago we i made them play sumo and the entire gym stopped working out and they're watching these two kids going at it and it was good it was a good match between those two they're two little cousins mm-hmm. no no wrestling experience but man this one little kid he was just moving like look at you now this might be a crazy request because you're because you're at the school right now right yeah, yeah, I'm actually on my truck. <laughs> you want to you want to show us the school? Yeah, yeah, I can do that real quick for you. Yeah, what? Of course. This is this is a yeah. first. I was just thinking about that. I was like, I wonder if he, you know, give us a give us a tour, man. You know. I mean, I wasn't because I've only seen the thing on uh, Spotify and all that. So I was like, I was like, I don't know. I was like the video. I was like, okay, I'm on the camera. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah, the new season we we uh we switched over to you know doing camera work. So. Nice, nice. That would look a lot better then. So yeah, right here's the outside of it. Uh, you see the BW2 up there, um, and then coming right on up into here, bust out my key. It's going to get kind of loud, but I'll turn the volume down on the music real quick. I know, you hear it. So, now yeah, you gonna, walk. It's going to be funny because, you know, these episodes will still go on Spotify, so people who just listen, they won't get to see it, so they're going to okay. have to come over to YouTube and watch the video for sure. So yeah, right here, uh, that's the uh, the sign enter. You come walking on in. Got it. Uh, kind of set up. You see our little green grass right there for uh, a sled. Okay. Then we come over here, and this is our this is my office. So that is that is the office. Yeah. Oh, Good song though. All right, but yeah, yeah. Make sure um, I make make sure I add that out. <laughs> yeah. okay. Got the sign going up there. We got the wall mats uh, that we're moving around. We're moving uh, that that logo and stuff down to the other corner. Okay. All that. Um, and that's actually my student Will right there that's doing it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's 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 the uh, the old dog I was talking about. And then here's actually a couple more of my students too, Lily and James. You guys are on a podcast right now. <laughs> hey, 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 hello, hello, hello. Uh, yeah, and right here too. This is uh, one of the owners, Ryan, as he's stuffing his face. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah, this is it. We got you know the sign up there. Um, you know your basic racks and all the other machines that we really need. Um, fancy little water thing that I always forget what it is other than it says osmosis something. Reverse osmosis, Reverse osmosis water, yeah. Fancy wow. water that tastes, tastes really good. Um, back here is like a little storage area. We're going to get or no, back here we got our little uh, ice bath. Oh, and then, wow, okay. Yeah, and then bathrooms on the other side. Uh, I forgot what we're putting in this other room here. Uh, oh, and then eventually, on the open part of the mat as well, but that's not against the wall. Uh, we're gonna do a cage. Oh, like a half cage. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's gonna be uh, still, still a lot more to come. Again and again, this is something that Allegan's never seen before. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's making waves. It's making waves. Um, 
you know, six months, what, six, seven months in right now for you guys. And it's just taking off, just going up, going up. Oh, Man, that, that's amazing, dude. That's so amazing. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah. Yeah. Like I said, uh, Ryan and Bobby, those guys, had I not gone to the dog park that one day, they would have, you know, never would have happened. Um, and actually, I almost, Bobby told me to get his card that day before he left the dog park, and I almost didn't do it. Like, he was walking away, and I was letting him go. And I was like, uh, it's like so, something's just like pushing me, like, go get this card, go get more, go get that card. And so I did it. And then, yeah, yeah, it just finally happened. Um, like I said, man, and things are just getting better. I recently did a seminar with the local police department, uh, you know, to show them the benefits of jujitsu in their job. Uh, and I touched on um, one incident that happened in Grand Rapids, uh, the, the Patrick La Jolla incident. You know, and I was like, I watched the video. I was like, man, there's so much that could have been differently done differently had he had he uh, had some training un under his belt. Had the officer had training under him, mm -hmm. uh, and the officer's like, you know, well, what could he have done different? And I show him, and you could see that, you know, that moment, like especially at white belt level, when you your mind's just blown by something, you're just like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally what it was uh, with all of them. They're just like. Oh man, like wow, that's that's okay, okay. So yeah, it, it, and since that seminar, you know, they just slowly they're coming through, coming in. And again, that was another goal I set for myself, and another goal that a lot of people told me not gonna happen. It won't happen. Won't happen. And I was like, watch me, watch me watch do it. Me. Yeah. And that's then, awesome, man. yeah, that that's been a lot of my motivation. Was I mean. Like, growing up, man, uh, I had a lot of people, you know, tell me I couldn't do things. I was lazy, which I wasn't lazy, really. I was hyper. Um, and if it's something that interested me, I just, I wouldn't do it. Uh, you know, and it's the same thing with when I was working with jobs. You know, if I didn't like a job, I wasn't going to do it very I wasn't going to give my all, which is going to make my work, my work look crappy, which was going to make their product look worse. Like, I don't, I'm not going to waste my time or your time doing this. Right. Uh, you know, and people are like, well, you got to do what you have to do, man. You just, you know, you got to push through. I'm like, I'm not wired that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't. I, I, can't I, I just can't. I, mean, I tried. Trust me. I've tried. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I remember, you know, uh, people are like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're a bum. You're going to be a bum. You're going to be a loser. All this. You know, I was like, oh, whatever. Eventually, I started just taking all of that and I used it as motivation and just you tell me, somebody tells me that, hey, don't bank on this. It's not going to happen. I'm like, okay. I'm still going to try it and see what happens. Yeah, we're you still going to try it. Yeah, because yeah. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to live a life of what if, you know. I mean, some things don't work out. Some things don't work out. Uh, you know, but, but with when it came to the whole jujitsu part, you know, the whole jujitsu thing, I was like, I was like, all I need, I was like, I've been doing this for six, 16 years now, uh, as of January this year. Uh, you know, and I've been, well, not jujitsu specifically, but MMA, nogi, you know, grappling. I've been involved on the scene for 16 years, and I know a lot. I've trained a lot of people. I've trained a lot of gyms. You know, I, I have a plethora of knowledge in my head uh, that I even doubted myself a lot. And man, do I really know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Myself, my my, I guess you could say my confidence on anything was always just put down. I always second guess myself on a lot, and 
even now, even to this day, still, you know, I'm just like, man, am I, I was like, is this, am I teaching this right? Are they even catching anything? Like, or I was like, am I just wasting everybody's time? Uh, one of my students, uh, my adult student did his first tournament in January and he got first, he got gold in his weight class. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. Uh, you know, and then I have friends that will come from other gyms that are, you know, blue belt and above. They'll roll with my students and they're like, dude, no, they're really good already. I'm like, really? You think so? Thanks. And I was like, you know, I see it. I was like, I, was like, I think so. Sometimes it's like, but again, you're always your biggest critic. So, oh yeah. you know, and, uh, but it's helped me too. It's helped my jujitsu grow. I became way more technical of a grappler. Uh, I've learned to just, I've noticed other things too, going back and teaching them the basics that I forget about. And, and then, and I always tell them as much as you guys think you're not helping me, I was like, you guys are helping me tremendously. Oh yeah. And I was like, white belts help everybody. I was like, everybody helps everybody. I was like, no matter how many white belt jokes I crack on you guys, I was like, because of all the stupid stuff you're going to do. I was like, <laughs> we all do it though. I was like, we all did it. Yeah, we all did it. We all did it. I was like, and even now I was like at purple belt. Now I'm trying to do things, you know, like, put my own twist on things and I fail a lot. <laughs> I was like, but I keep going. Um, and I think that's uh, the reason why I love jujitsu so much. <clears> and that's what helped me in my adult life. Keep going. Uh, was that, okay, I really want to learn this. I really want to push through this. I, I got to figure out how to do this. I can't panic. You know, it is helped me with my critical thinking and just keep pushing, never giving up. Uh, it took me five years to get my blue belt. Because of inconsistency and all that, um, when me, my daughter's mother and I split up, I had nothing to do, so I just trained all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my daughter got into it as well, and I got my blue belt. And my blue belt, obviously, you know, I'm you know I've only got my white belt, but you know, you get your white belt. Then I got my blue belt, my purple so far. But even I can almost probably say that even looking into the future, when I obviously get my black belt someday, will be nice. But I think getting my blue belt was probably be the most impactful belt that I've ever gotten. Uh, yeah. And I say that because of I've quit everything that I've tried. You know, like I said, I quit my jobs. Um, I ended up dropping out of school. I quit college. I got my like I got my GED, but went to college. Quit college. Uh, I just I give up on everything I tried. Even sports as a kid, I, I quit. Mm-hmm. If it got hard. When I got that blue belt, I remember sitting. I, I cracked a joke. I was like, man, I sat out in my bed. You know, laying at the foot of my bed looking like a, a teen girl looking at the Tiger Beat magazine, you know, staring at that thing, just, you know, look, kicking my, flapping my legs in the air. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Oh, but, yeah. But it was a sign, mainly because I couldn't lay on my back because I walked the gauntlet. <laughs> 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 uh, bro, I was bruised for a month. My instructor told me that that night, like, they shark tanked me, basically. All the upper belt shark tanked me. He goes, man, that's the worst one I've ever seen. I'm like, thank you. Right, like I think you, I, I think, I think, uh, but the, when I got my blue belt, man, it showed me that if I really do want something, I'll get it. You know, yeah. I, and I learned to be patient. That it might, you know, it might happen. You know, in a few months, it might take five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the thing was, is I was like, okay, I was like, I got this. I was like, I can get anything I want, and I and that's what I needed. You know, and every now and then I trip. I need to remind myself. You know, you can do this. You got this. You can get this. You know, you never thought you'd get your blue belt. You got it. I didn't think I'd get right. my purple. Last year, I told my girlfriend, I was like, I was like, when we first met, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'll get my purple belt this year. I was like, maybe next year if I'm lucky. And then I got it August 27th of last year. Uh, 
three months after I started teaching. That's awesome, bro. And yeah, it was it was a big moment. Uh, you know, again, some, uh, the goals, the goals I set for myself that I started that I started getting. Um, and and I thoroughly believe though a lot of it, you know, obviously there's a higher power or something out there. But man, I from the day I walked into the gym, this is all I kept saying to myself: I want to run my own spot. I want my own spot. And mm-hmm. you always hear people talking about you know speak things into existence. I swear that's what happened. Yeah, it's happening, bro. It's happening, man. And I, you know, I just met you through, you know, through this, and I'm already proud of you, man. Like I'm, you know, yeah. you like I can hear the passion in your voice about the, you know, about the school and about training, man. I'm over here just so excited because you know we're we're family now. So it's like you yeah. you want to see your people grow and get better, man. So I'm that's awesome, dude. Very very awesome. Yeah, man. And and I'm I open my doors to anybody that wants to learn. I don't care what age you are, whatever. Um, anyone and everybody like i said jujitsu has saved my life numerous occasions um you know whether it be mentally physically literally um i got jumped once and had an eye jujitsu i probably wouldn't be here uh but it, it's it's been the greatest thing literally like my life is better with jujitsu in it and i, I tell it to everybody yeah um, and everybody i recommend as many try it try it once it might not be your cup of tea but you're gonna want to go back you're gonna, you're gonna get addicted. <laughs> I thought I was like everybody's like my students are starting to buy their own geese. I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, how much is your 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 um budget spent on that? Oh man, I don't even want to talk about it now. Don't like, don't want to talk about it. Just nah, can't disclose the information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, like I said, it's been so cool to to see everybody um you know progress and coming in and the little family that we've built. Uh, because I mean, unfortunately, like going into this, you know, like it costs rifts between like my own family. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, and it sucks because again, like I, my dad's side of the family, I don't really know that well. Um, and I don't see often. And then my mom's side of the family is really just like my mom and my brother and I, uh, and then, you know, when I went full time for the gym, it really upset them because again, I wasn't doing the greatest financially. I was just trying to build myself up, but I was like, no, I've, I believe in this. I, I have. I believe this. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, somebody to give me this chance. I was like, and you guys have no idea. My painting business taught me what I was capable of doing if I really put my mind to it. You know, I was, I was three months into, three four months into running my painting business. You know, and being a contractor, and I got, I threw a bid on a multi million dollar mansion out on the lake shore. Me and five of my, you know, dim witted friends that. None of us were working because it was the pandemic. So I was like, hey, you guys want a job? You know, I'll pay cash. Let's do this. Let's go paint this house. It's easy. Okay. None of them had paint experience, but we did it, you know, and we had the eyes stacked against us. Uh, but, but but doing that with my painting business, I was like, if I had the opportunity to ever teach jujitsu, I was like, I don't, you know, I was like, because I know the money that goes into to doing this. I was like, and I know that I can't do things by myself. We, You need a team no matter what you're doing. Yeah. You got to have a team to help you. Um. I was like, but man, trying to find people that believed in it as much as I did in this town is really hard to do. And again, right place, right time. I ran into Bobby. He introduced me to Ryan. And, you know, it was the three of us had the same, the same dream, basically. I mean, they wanted to do the fitness thing. Well, one of them wanted to do more personal training. One wanted to do a full-on fitness gym. And then me was jujitsu. And, you know, the three of us just collaborated and, uh, the first location in Allegan took off really well. Um, 
and I was riding my bike one day and I rode by this location that we're at now and I went into the gym and they were there. I was like, guys, I had an idea. What do you guys think about? And they cut me off and they go, the old family video location? I'm like, yes. Like, we've already been talking about it. And so, yeah, it, it was it was crazy how everything got put into motion. That's awesome, man. But, yeah, man. Awesome. Um, like I said, it's been it's been crazy cool and I, I love every minute of it. I love the struggle that I've dealt with, you know, because as any instructor knows, you, you don't make great money doing it, at least not at the beginning. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, and it's cool to have, you know, the, the support of the community, the support of my students. Um, You know, my girlfriend has been amazing as well because uh, we met like right around the time that this was like all taken off. And, uh, you know, she's had my back 110% on everything, my tournaments, all that. Uh, and even like getting help me get my loaner geese for my students um and right down to my facebook page i have no idea how to do any of that stuff <laughs> so she's like oh i got a facebook page set up for you i'm like oh thanks uh, yeah man and even and it, it makes a huge difference because i've like i said you know i've had relationships in the past and they they all they, they the ex is always oh you know you're in the gym you're in the you, you know you do mma you do jujitsu that's awesome and then they really you know you get the date and they realize how much you train and how much you're there I'm like oh i don't like this uh you don't care she loves it she, she'll come she takes pictures she re records my my roles with with people um my last tournament i did uh in october i did grappling industries grand rapids um and then the day before that i did the msoa uh 16 man pro bracket first tournament in a year and a half hey let's go out and compete with some of the best grapplers around um mm -hmm. my instructor alex was on that card uh Mahmoud Jabbar was on that card, or Mohammed Jabbar was on that card. He ended up winning it. Uh, and so I went out there and I got beat in 19 seconds by a heel hook by a 20 something year old brown belt. And just, the kid lunged at me like a freaking brown, brown shirted, blonde haired blur. <laughs> he jumped guard on me. By the time he hit the mat, he had my leg hooked and heel hooked me. And dude, I, yeah, my ankle cracked, my knee popped, and I was like, Phew. I was like, good. That was fast. All right. I was like, whatever. I don't care. Uh, you know, I wanted to get the experience. I had fun. Um, mm -hmm. And then the next day, I did Grappling Industries, which was terrible. I, I, it sucked because I had seven-pound weight drop in two days, three days. Uh, and then I, I was tired. My leg hurt from the night before. But when I did that, my first match, man, I had to drop two pounds before an hour before my first match. Uh and coach my daughter as well, um, which was, I was nervous because it was her first tournament back in six years. Mm -hmm. uh, and she did not do good in the competition scene at first. She won. She got second place. I was so proud. Um, I about cried, actually. <laughs> uh, again, it, it's, that's my baby girl. I'm so proud. I love watching her compete. Uh, but my first match, man, I thought I was going to die. I feel... I couldn't move anything in my mind. I had that mental battle going on. Like, I want to quit. I don't want to do this. I don't even know why I signed up for this. Why did I do this? Mm -hmm. And I'm telling my girlfriend that she's trying to like, she's like got ice packs on me to bring my body temperature down and all that. And I was like, I can't move my arms. I can't use my hands. I can't move my, I can't use my arms. She goes, like, looks like you're going to have to use your freaking legs. And I was like, huh? What? She was, yeah, get, you gotta get it back out there. And I was like, all right. I said, <laughs> I finally, I got over that mental, that mental hill. And I was like, Okay, I got this. I'm ready. I can, I can do this. I sit up. I was like, all right, let's do this. And then I hear the people on the mic. 
you know any point there? I was like, oh, right now? I ain't ready yet. <laughs> Five more minutes. <laughs> yeah, give me a couple more minutes, man. But I went out and uh, it was me and there was only one other guy in my bracket and we, you know, we had to do best two out of three. And I went two and uh, two and four that day. But even like I didn't get first, I didn't even care about that. I was just happy to this, the way that I rolled, man. This I, mm-hmm. I did really well. Like I was really technical, sound, technically sound. It was the first time I've ever gone out to compete, and I didn't forget everything. Uh, like I was in my zone. I was calm. Uh, my note, my last match of the day, though, my last no match pisses me off. But I was up nineteen to zero, minute left. Could have just rolled it out, but I didn't want to. I got stingy. I wanted that submission. He caught me in an armbar, a kryptonite. Oh no. <laughs> You know, I was just like, okay, I was like, you know, had I been smart, you know, and just listened to Alex, I was like, I would have won it. I was like, but again, man, I was like, I've rolled really well. So I, just, I saw my improvements there. Uh, right. And again, you know, and it's, and I tell my students all the time, I'm like, man, I was like, I'm still learning right along with you guys. I was like, long after I have my black belt, I'll still be learning. Still be learning, man. This is a never, never ending journey, man. No, not, yeah, it's, it's and new submissions, new guards are being invented all the time. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, yeah. And that's, again, another reason why I love this so much is there's never an ending to it. Definitely, uh, definitely, man. But, uh, yeah, man, I, yeah, I don't even know what else to say, man, because it's just, you, I mean, I, you explained the journey so well. And like I said, you know, definitely happy uh, that you're, that you're back into the sport that you love. But I do got to ask this question because I ask everybody now. So, uh, who will be your your three uh three people you would like to roll with? Oh man, your, t- your top three. Top three people I'd love to roll with. Uh, Leandro Lowe, R.I.P. Him for sure. I wish I would have. Wish I could have. Uh, Carlson Gracie Jr. would definitely be one. Unfortunately, he's not big on rolling anymore. Mm-hmm. Jeff Glover. I like Jeff Glover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was actually the first seminar I was going to try to bring out here, and then I realized I was like, man, this early on, that's financially stupid. Don't do it. <laughs> 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 that's my own personal thing. I was like, I just want to meet him. And I, I sent him, I, dude, I sent him an um, Instagram message at like two in the morning one night, one day, and then just thinking, I was like, whatever, he's not going to respond. Like 20 minutes later, yeah, dude, I do seminars. Here's my phone number. Here's my uh, my manager's number. I was like, whoa. Oh, okay. All Ooh. right. <laughs> See, we're doing this. <laughs> I was like, all right then. But yeah, you know, like, and that also showed me how small the jujitsu world is and how connected everybody is. Um, mm-hmm. But that, and yeah, yeah. And another reason, again, another reason why I love it, man. Um, you know, like I said, with my students, a lot of these people, like, we would have never all met, you know, had this not happened. Right. Uh, other students have needed help with things and they're like, I was like, oh, well, hey, so-and-so does this or so-and-so does that. They're like, really? I was like, yeah, just ask them. And then, you know, they're like, hey, can you help me out with this? Of course. And I was like, you do jiu-jitsu. Yeah, jiu-jitsu is very, very tight niche, man, and everyone seems to be willing to help anybody, uh, help, you know, help that their fellow jiu-jitsu practitioner, man. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I love it so much. Because, I mean, you see your, your training partners at their highest points in life. You see them at their lowest points and, in life. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other hour of conversation right there, man. 
Oh. Like my, my my main training partner, uh, you know, probably like the last six years, uh, buddy Trevor. Um, I mean, he's honestly, I can say he's probably he's like one of my best friends that I've only known for a short period of time. But mm-hmm. time frame, man, he got into jujitsu, and he knew my ex wife, and I always cracked the joke that I want him in the divorce because <laughs> <laughs> he knew her first, and then through her and all that and yeah dude he fell in love with jiu-jitsu and he was you know he's helped me out when i needed help um you know needed a ride somewhere you know anything or i i'm broken i need food and he you know buy, buy me lunch or whatever mm. uh but you know yeah like i said you know meeting guys like that and that's the bindy build up and we would have never met and even my friends that i grew up with all my my whole life i don't even talk to or hang out with like i do with him because right. like, yeah, you see each other your highs or lows it's I've trained with people in the military and they're like, you know, it's really similar to the same bond that you've built up with your fellow soldiers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I was like, we're all out here on some type of battlefield together. Yeah, so, yeah. Man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, that's kind of it, man. So, you know, uh, one last time I want you to shot your, you know, shot your school out, the location and everything, man, where people can reach you. And um, if you got anything else coming up, man, the, you know, definitely shout that out, man. The floor is yours. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, Puente Jiu-Jitsu um, at Be Willing To Health and Performance. We're in Allegan, Michigan. Um, I got Jiu-Jitsu every single day of the week. Uh, you know, I I welcome anybody to come train, man. Drop-ins, whatever, I don't care. Um, you know, I don't I don't charge drop-in fees. If people want to throw me a few bucks, go for it. Uh, if not, no no harm. You know, we're all on the mats. We're all here to get better. Um, and then, yeah, you know, again, shout-out to you, Um and then Thumper's Things as well, uh, a recent sponsorship. We're working on my rash guard right now. Uh, I'm super stoked for that. You know, it'd be 36 years old and for, again, something like that to happen. And uh, all right. But, but you know, big things are coming, man. And I definitely, definitely have full belief in that everybody will know my name, uh, you know, whether competition scene or even, you know, uh, my students that I'm going to turn out. But again, I can't thank you guys enough. I can't thank everybody else enough for listening, checking this out. And, Everybody out there that's supporting this and supports jujitsu, all of you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, likewise, man. And uh, I'll definitely, I'll be, you know, we're we're friends on Facebook now. We're, you know, I'm in Detroit, Michigan, so you know, it's not going to be too bad of a drive to come and say hello and whatnot, man. And definitely train together one day. But oh, yeah. we'll talk, we'll talk again for sure, man. You know, to yeah. keep, you know, to stay updated on how the school doing, how you doing, how your students doing, man, and see how everything flourishes out for you, man. Yep, yep. So yeah, Facebook, uh, Puente Jiu-Jitsu on Facebook, Puente Jiu-Jitsu Instagram, and then Johnny P. Uh, is it Johnny? Oh, no, J Puente BJJ is my Instagram log. Yeah, we'll, we'll have all the links so you guys can uh, reach him and, uh, you know, hit him up and go uh, train at his school. So, uh, yeah, but that's the end of today's episode. I would like to thank Johnny again for coming on and uh, sharing his tales and wisdom with us um, on, on his jujitsu journey. I hope you guys gained something from it. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. <laughs>